It ties into what I've spoken about before, but you're going to have to learn to be vulnerable. Just start there. Just reach out. But learn to reach out to the right people. Because when you've got the right people around you, the journey is no longer lonely. And the journey turns into an adventure because you've got the right people around you. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Inner Power Podcast. This episode, episode five, we're going to be talking about letting go to create space. So naturally, after our lovely conversation with Sarah Wiseman in the last episode, we covered an absolute amazing array of topics. And so many of them are pertinent. And I really, again, wanted to follow on and really kind of hammer home some of those beautiful anecdotes and some of the real pearls of wisdom that came out of that chat with her. If you didn't get a chance or you haven't listened to that, that's episode four. It'll be there in the link in the show notes. Please go and check it out. It's lovely listening to her. I love her story of finding herself and finding that path. It, I just love it. And uh, and because I'm a very visual person, because of the work that I do, it's just like I really get in and, and I can feel uh, where she's going. And I am absolutely in awe and inspired by where she has taken it. But some of the great things that came out of the conversation with her, and I think one of the first ones, and I just want to touch on, was letting go of identity. This is huge, and this is really where it comes down to, and it's it's the thing that we really do have to let go of, and and to you know everything that we're building up and all the episodes that we're talking about so far. And this is a big part for anyone who's listening or following me on my journey. Is in that growth, you, you again, you still have to let go. We touched a little bit of this in episode three, but, you know, Sarah, you know, really shone a a massive spotlight on it in her chat with her and about how she was looking to be this chick flick novelist and writing and was burst down into tears. It's just like, I love that story and then found a path and that connection with herself and of course, for mine, as myself as well, like, you know, being a teacher by trade, I was doing everything right at the time, or what I call by society's terms, I was doing everything right. And it was more about like, you know, married, expecting our first child, we thought, okay, well, you know, our jobs aren't going to provide us with the income slash lifestyle that we desire and what we're dreaming of. So therefore, we're like, well, we've got to make a move. So my wife and I, with my best mate, Tim, at the time, we started a school and we were kind of working at that and we had a good plan. We did everything. We had the five-year business plan. We put the money. Well, we're going at it, uh, you know, gung-ho. And then it was just nature and universe had spoken and it was. It was the tragic space and day of March 11, 2011 something that, of course, I'll never forget and so many other people will not. And that was the day of the Fukushima earthquake. It was huge. It was there. And yes, I was there. My wife was there. Very, very scary times. And the thing is, is like we're right smack bang in the middle of it. We had the big 9.0 earthquake. We had the tsunami, which is just, you know, the destruction and the power of that is beyond measure, collecting over thousands of kilometers of coastline. Many, many people passed away. Many people were still missing, assumed passed away. But then, of course, the other thing too is radiation. Like, we honestly got the trifecta. And that was the thing. So for those who don't know the story, that was that was the absolutely defining moment for me 
no different to Sarah, like, you know, and having to make that change. So we literally had to evacuate because our house, Kanako, my wife at the time, was 37 weeks pregnant, so three weeks from the due date. And we had to evacuate. I got the call, even though it's in Japan, I got the call from the Australian government saying, we've got you listed as being in the hot zone. You really need to get out. And by that point, it was like three or four days after the earthquake and the nuclear power plant was in meltdown. And we had already made the decision by then to leave because our house is only 60 kilometers from the power plant. And my workplace was even closer. It was 30 kilometers from the power plant. So we had to make a very quick decision to evacuate, but it just kind of forced our hand on everything. We had to just move forward. There was not a lot of time to think. There was not a lot of time to procrastinate. It was decision-making time, and it was like, we have to go. Of course, we discussed it, and we made that move. It was interesting. We came back to Australia, and at that point, I was very lucky because I came back, and being interested in this from such a young age, and I've had a a lot of sessions and, and readings myself over the years. And I had found a particular lovely gentleman, Michael, and I'd been to him a few times. And I, every time I'd come back from Japan for Christmas or in a holiday period, I'd try and sneak in and see him and just get a bit of a spiritual checkup. So have a t- you know, touch base on that side of myself. And it was interesting because I thought once we got back and our life was, I don't even know what you call it. I don't want to call it a mess because I, I don't know, we couldn't even call it a mess because we didn't know, like it was just gone. like. Everything was up in the air. We just didn't know, like, is this power plant going to melt down? Is it not going to melt? Are we going to have a house? Are we going to be able to move? Like, it was, it was, it was like, it, it's not even what ifs. It's like, we just didn't know what was going to be possible, what wasn't. So it made it very tricky. And it was one of those moments where I was like, you know what? If there is a time to have a session and get a bit of an insight and, you know, talk to my team and, hey, let's get into this. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I'm thinking, this is it. That, that was the moment. And I was like, you know, I need to find him, get in touch with him and see if I can uh, sneak in and see him and get some direction. Because the one thing is that you will learn or you may have learned already is that connecting for other people is a lot easier than connecting for yourself. And when you're really in the thick of it, you can't really receive a lot of the insight for yourself. In a moment like this, it was high intensity energy. Things were happening. We're making big moves, big decisions, and we're constantly on the go. So it's not exactly a very conductive space to be working with self and scenery. So it was just kind of go, go, go. We were literally taking it one step at a time, but those steps just keep coming. There was no kind of break. So that's why I was like, I would really love to try and find and, and have this session. And luckily enough, I called him and he said, oh, he goes, I'm just, he goes, I'm so happy because he goes, I knew exactly where you were. And when it happened, I'm like, oh my God, I know someone who's in that. He was so stressed. And he says, I just didn't know what was happening to you. I'm thinking, I didn't even know how to check up on you, but I knew you were there. He's like, oh my goodness. And like, he goes, I remember I told you two years ago, when are you planning to come back? And I said around five years. And he goes, I don't know what it is, but you'll be back before then. He goes, I wasn't expecting this. And he goes, and I was asking spirit for a sign that you're going to be okay. And he says, I was so lucky because two days before I called him, he got the paper delivered and we're on the front page of the paper, the local paper, having been evacuated. He goes, there you were. He goes, I got my sign from spirit that you're okay. He goes, oh, I was just so, so grateful that you're okay. So it was an amazing thing, but it was through him that it also kind of started and he introduced and my journey started and I had the choice to say yes to more of my spiritual abilities and kind of stepping into that space. And at the time, I have to admit, I wasn't really looking at it as a full-time thing because we didn't know where we're going. We didn't know what we're doing, but it was there. Like he said, it would help. He goes, I know you can do this. I know you haven't really kind of done it. Like 
in a shop or like, you know, reading for walk-in clients, stuff like that. He goes, but I know you're capable. I know what you're capable of. He says, I really think you need to go and meet these people at the shop. And that's what I did. And lo and behold, I was there and it just flowed. It just kind of happened. But it really set me off on a totally different directory. I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't even be listening to me now if that moment didn't happen or I didn't say yes to that particular moment. And that's where it's kind of like things do change and you have to let go to allow new things in. And that's kind of like, that's why I connected. And I loved having that chat with Sarah about that, with her needing to let go of some of her dream or what she had planned, but then kind of got nudged into this direction as well. Now, it's also interesting too, because let's fast forward. And we're going to fast forward to right now, absolute right now. And the thing is, so that happened to me now 11 years ago. Very spiritual number for anybody who's listening into that. Yep, the old 11, the one one. And so it happened 11 years ago, and that was a big moment, and it was a big moment of change. It was a a complete life change, lifestyle change, everything. And this time, and even now, it's like I've been guided, I've been pushed. It's a little bit different. So it's not definitely nowhere the level of stakes that that was back 11 years ago during the earthquake. But I've learned my lessons from that, and I've learned my lessons along the way. And I've really felt this stirring with inside my soul. And you may be feeling this too. And I wouldn't be surprised because considering the year that we're in, like this is 2023, it's a huge year. It's a universal seven year. It's a massive spiritual self-reflection year. And I'll tell you what, if you've done the work prior to this, you will find it a very beneficial, very massive year for growth. If you quite haven't, it may be a little bit challenging, but it's going to be asking you to do some self-reflection, digging deep. And that's, again, why this episode and why we're talking about all of these things, because I've been very much guided and pushed on this path. So even for me now, like you know, that energy started to sneak in about six months ago, and I just felt this big urge that things needed to change. Like I said, you may have been feeling this as well. You could very well be going, yes, I've been feeling the change. And I just have to sit with it. And sometimes when this change happens, it's not like this instant inspiration of like, boom, here we go. And then like, you know, my team or you're getting God or you're getting these visions or anything like where they're saying, hey, this is the way to go. Look at this. Off you go. It's not like that. But for me, and you may relate to this, it was more like a, a waning and the energy of where I was and the energy of who I was started to fade. That excitement, that sense of purpose, the drive, the enthusiasm, the passion, it all just slowly started to get lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. And it was, it was about mid-2022 this just it really hit me. And the good positive thing was that it hit me in a way where I could identify it, but I could start to look at it and start to work with it. And it wasn't the the bottom of it where it's like, what do I do now? All I know is I don't want to do this. I had a little bit more time to work with it. So in that moment, I recognized that feeling. And that's a big thing. You've got to recognize these feelings and you've got to acknowledge these feelings, acknowledge them, accept them. And we'll come back to this in a second, but you got to acknowledge and accept them. And then through that, you will start to work with the new energy. You're going to make yourself open to the new energy. And this is where it boils down to the fact of you are going to need to let go of an identity that you have built up. And you're going to have to let go 
to create space so that new version of yourself can come out, so that new person can be found. And it's a daunting task. It is a very scary task. But the more that you embrace that, the more that you sit with that and give it time, it doesn't have to be rushed, you'll allow the universe to work with you. You'll allow the new ideas to come forward. You'll allow the new energy to start coming through. And then over time, bit by bit by bit, you will find that you get ideas, you will get visions, you may start getting more signs, you'll start having conversations where you're going, oh, that's really interesting. I was only just talking about that or thinking about that the other day, and and here you are mentioning to me. Well, is that a coincidence? No. But the whole thing is you're going to get all of this lovely energy starting to come through if you do it. So the whole thing is it's about really needing to let go of the old in order to let into the new. But this also brings up another particular issue with a lot of people that I work with, dealing with, and it may be for you, is that trying to embrace this and the people that I'm working with, and obviously you guys, if you're listening here, I don't you've known for me a while, or maybe you've just found me, but what it is, is I tend to work with a lot of people who have a great spiritual inclination. They may not know 100% what it is or how it works for them or whatever else. That's fine. That's my job. That's the inner power that I talk about and helping people to awaken, align, and achieve with that. And it's not about going off. You know, it's the same thing like what we talk about with Sarah. It's not, not about going off and becoming a, a professional in this field. It's about you tapping into this for yourself. It's about recognizing that you have this and if you learn to listen to it and you sit with it, it will guide you on your life for you. It'll lead you to what you're desiring, leads you to what you deserve. And if you just take that time to listen with it, but you've got to do it. But the thing is, for a lot of people in this space and this spiritual like inclination and interests and hobbies, you know, the whole point is that a lot of the time we can be quite introverted. And we can, like, we'll hold it in. We don't feel comfortable talking about it to people because it can feel a bit ridiculed. We can feel judged. We can feel not appreciated. And of course, if we do mention it and we don't get a good piece of feedback or we don't get a nice remark or we don't strike up a good conversation, it will only push that interest further back into ourselves. And it's only going to make our walls and our defense mechanisms even stronger. And we're going to hide it even more. And we kind of then detach from it even further, which is not a positive thing. This leads to a lot of people who've got this interest and that I work with feeling like they don't fit in or they don't know who to talk to. And we tend to isolate ourselves. I was very mindful of that when I was first started my journey when I was in my teens. Like, I knew, well, boy, oh boy, being a teenager at high school and a boy, I was not going to be going around in the uh, the playground at that time when my classes going, hey, by the way, everyone, you know, I, I connect and, and I can see things and I, you know, whatever else, and I read Tarka. <laughs> Absolutely not. Could you imagine all I'd be doing is painting a target on my back for a whole lot of ridicule and being paid out and all the rest of it? And I was at least, fortunate enough to be aware of that. I was old enough to be aware not to put myself in that position. But of course, it gets even harder as we get older because who do we find? Who do we reach out to? Because it can be very, very tricky. And this is what it kind of comes back to is like when it comes to this and a big part of letting go of that identity and creating space for the new you is you are going to have to learn to reach out. 
Reach out is a huge, huge thing for me. As my lovely members and clients and my mentees, they know my number one rule is reach out because I know what it's like. If you don't reach out, if you don't tell someone what you're thinking or how you're feeling, well, then how do you expect anybody to make a response? How are you expecting anybody to come and help you? Or how are you expecting anybody to just help you even work through the problem, not necessarily solve it, but just start working it rather than just letting it sit there, worry and be on top of you. You need to reach out and it's a big step and it's something that a lot of people and a lot of people in this field and with this interest have trouble doing. And that's because we are afraid of that ridicule. We're afraid of other people's opinions. We're afraid of being judged. And I get that. I totally get that with, with where you are. And if you listen to this and then you go, oh my God, this is me, Pete. I get that, okay? However, here's the thing, right? Again, it ties into what I've spoken about before, but you're going to have to learn to be vulnerable. Just start there. Just reach out. But learn to reach out to the right people because when you've got the right people around you, the journey is no longer lonely and the journey turns into an adventure because you've got the right people around you. And I'm so fortunate because the Inner Power community is awesome. I love everybody there. Like it's the one thing that a lot of people, all the members talk about going, just love being here. I know I can be my true self. Hearing those words, hearing that phrase just lets me know, right, we're on the right path. And it's so important to be able to do that. But even for myself, that's why I wanted to fast forward in this moment and whatever else, because even for me to make this and push forward with this and putting the podcast there, making this real, really stepping up and stepping into the inner power, stepping into this role of like that spiritual PT that everybody's like, because you know, I'll give you the eyes, I'll give you the look. I'll, you know, say, hey, look, because I'm there to push you. I know what's right for you because I'm in the energy helping you to find you, find your piece of the puzzle, help you move forward. So I'm really helping there, but you need to reach out. You need to ask. You need to be willing to learn. You need to be willing to connect. You need to be willing to be that. And the other thing too is, and here's the absolute key. I cannot stress this enough. If you are wanting to increase and connect with yourself and your abilities more, which is what a lot of people around me who come to me want to do. And if this is you, here's the thing. In order to connect and be aware of the messages and the signs and the energy, that means you need to be able and willing to receive. Now, to receive, that means you must be open. To be open means you need to be vulnerable. See how this fits? And this is why I'm talking about it. You need to be willing to receive. It is one of the biggest problems that I see with people today is so many people do not know how to genuinely receive. Whether it's receive love, receive a compliment, whatever it is, but you need to be vulnerable. It starts there. And to being vulnerable is the first steps. One of the easiest steps is to reach out and do that. But a big part of being vulnerable and accepting and receiving these messages and working with the energy within yourself, your soul, and the universe is you're going to have to let go. You're going to have to let go of the identity. You're going to have to let go of who you were. The past does not define you. What's ahead of you is there for you to take. And when you do let go of this, you're going to create space. And when you've got space, 
You can create things. New things happen for you. And that's what's so important. And even for me in this journey, like I was saying, six months ago, I could feel the change and where I wanted to go. And I had to sit with it. And now I know it's like, no, I need to, I'm no longer going to be necessarily connecting directly like I have been. It's shifting and changing. And I want to have more interactive and I want people to connect and feel for themselves and help align more in a deeper way and have these seminars and interactive seminars and workshops. And I'm like, okay. And it's just taken me a while to get there and do it, right? But the whole thing is with that, I've had to let go of who I was. And a big part of it was I've had to create space. I had to let go of the old so I could bring in the new. And that was what's so important. It is hard. You have to let go. For me in this space, I've literally stopped the majority of my touring, which is also a big portion of my income because I'm trusting and I believe in the next phase because I can sense it. I can feel it. I know where I want to go. And this is also a part of it. So you're here on the journey with me. If you're listening to this, it's all relatively new and you're here on the journey with me. So I know exactly what it's like. Don't get me wrong. I'm in that. You know, I talked about the filling loop. It is like, it excites me, but at the same time, I'm absolutely scared because it's like, you do, the human part, is this going to work? Is this going to work out? I don't, you know, you just don't know, but I do believe and I'll find a way, but I'm letting go and I'm creating new things and it's a big thing. And in that space and in this journey, and when I did this, it was amazing because I went out for my morning walk and what was amazing Because at the time, I think it was the night before or the day before this particular day, you know, Spirit gave me a very strong message in saying that you're going through a process here and there is going to be pain. And because it's like everything. And what they did was they gave me an image of like an hourglass timer or like an egg timer. And they're saying all the information sits at the top and all the information energy sits at the top. But we as humans cannot possibly receive that amount of energy. It can't just flow straight down because it's just overwhelming and there's too much to do. It doesn't work like that for us. That, you know, it's intricate. It must happen on purpose. It must happen with purpose. And so therefore, it funnels through that narrow neck or that narrow point of the hourglass. And it's a grain at a time that must go through. And therefore, it is done with purpose. And you can understand bit by bit by bit by bit. And because when each grain passes through that narrow point, you get to see it, you get to acknowledge it, and you can decide whether you're going to accept it and receive it or, and work with it or not. And so then eventually it filters through and you'll start. And if you start accepting and working with this energy, all of that lovely energy that they're trying to bring through to you for the new, you know, new phase, the new chapter, the new life, the new you starts to build up at the bottom. And it does take time for that to happen. So they're giving me this beautiful image. And I want you to remember that image because it's very, very powerful. And just remember, like the biggest thing is I find impatience. Like, oh my God, can we happen now? Why isn't this happening? I want, I want to happen faster. We've all been there, including myself, but the whole thing is it's happening for a reason and on a purpose. But after I got that message, then boy, oh boy, did they really open my eyes and give me an even bigger one. And I was just walking down a pathway that I have walked down many times before. And I tell you what, I have been past this, the houses, I've been past the yards, I've been past the gardens and the trees many times. And there was this one tree and I was like, I could not help but just stare at this tree. It was, it was just caught my attention, even though I've walked past it a hundred times before, but my eyes were open 
I was aware. I was open to receiving. I was like, okay, what do I need to know? What do I need to see? And what a message do they give me? And that's mean these signs are always around us. But what it was, what attracted me was I looked at this tree and at the, the bottom of the tree was really cluttered. It was very like full. And I was like, what's going on here? And then I looked at it and I saw this image and I saw this tree and it's a good old Australian eucalyptic or gum tree. So it sheds its bark uh, every summer I'm getting ready. And it was just all this bark that it had shed was around the bottom of the tree. And I, there was a lot. I was like, that's what caught my attention. There was so much of it. And then I looked up and you could see this tree with so much new green like bark on its trunk because it was brand new. And then there was these occasional patches of brown, uh, white and uh, light brown where the old bark that was falling off was still attached. And it was in that moment, that's what Spirit was showing me. They're like, nature, it is built into us like as a part of this beautiful and abundant planet of ours that we all have to get that vulnerable. We have to shed the skin. You know, we were looking at snakes, even with the good old Nautilus that I mentioned another sign before, but this one was another big one. And it was, they were just showing me that it's like, you need to let go. You need to let go of the old outer self that what maybe you put out there for people to see. And it's like, it's important to be vulnerable. These trees every year go through the shedding process so they can get higher, so they can have that growth. And in doing so, again, they expose themselves to the elements. They expose them to bugs and creepy crawlies and whatever else that might infect them or could even possibly, you know, kill them or damage them or hurt them, but they have to do it. Then I just stopped. I took a couple of breaths. I literally looked up and I'm looking at going and I'm like, that's what they're doing it for. I was looking at this beautiful tree and it had was shedding all of this beautiful, nice, light green bark, smooth, very, you touch it, it is just so smooth and it's so nice and it's just like, wow. And then you go, it's doing this because it wants to go closer and reach more for the light. Its purpose is always to be vulnerable so it can grow and get closer and reach and get closer to that light, to the sun. And it's always doing that. And I was like, wow, if we encourage ourselves and allow ourselves to be vulnerable and let go, we will always create new space. And in that new space, the ultimate journey that we're all on and always on is moving closer towards that light. And that light is moving closer towards ourselves, moving closer towards what we need and want for ourselves. And it was amazing. I was like, wow, what a thought. Like these beautiful trees and like all around us, that's what they're all doing. They're innately doing this. And not only that, then like spirit were like making me wet. Now, these are the things that we know, but I'd never really stopped to admire the beauty of this. So not only is it shedding its bark, it's going up and it's reaching more for the light and wanting more growth and more nutrition because the more it grows, the bigger it gets, the bigger it gets, the more it can take in and the more it can you know, get stronger. But in every facet, every piece of growth that it does towards the light, it also grows in its foundations, in its root system, because that's what keeps it there. That's what keeps it solid. 
And so every time we grow and we reach up, we're also getting stronger on the inside and we build up that network and we build up that resilience for ourselves. So when the wind comes or a storm comes, we can hold strong. We are going to be strong enough to see that through and we're going to be there once it passes again to reach out for that light. And all in all, it's about that for ourselves. If we allow ourselves to let go, if you let go of your old identity, if you let go of some of the things and create space for new things, it's going to help. If you're looking to connect with that in yourself, in your abilities, if you're wanting more of that and you want that insight, you want it to be clear, you want these things to happen, you're going to have to let go. You're going to have to let go of a lot of stuff up in your mind, in your head and not worry about what people are going to think. You're going to have to start clearing that space so you can receive and accept what you're going to get. And it's a big thing. And I love it. And this is where I'm going to really finish this off because it was so important. And I love it because seeing and finding the path, connecting with self and understanding abilities, you've got to reach out. You've got to be vulnerable. By doing that, you're going to reach further for the light. You're going to build more resilience and you will. And the whole thing is, if you don't, guess what? You'll stay the same. If you're happy with that, fine. But if you'll listen to this, there's something in you that wants more. And this whole image and all these messages that they've been giving me about needing to let go to create that space for the newness so I can grow, let go of that bark so you can grow up. But not only will you grow up, but you're going to get more solid in your foundations and your knowledge and everything like that, right? And the thing that really kind of hit home just after this, and this is where I'm going to leave you because it just sums it up beautifully is if you're listening to this, and I want you to remember this because this is said for another mentor that I follow as well, and it's mean, letting go is a big part of it, and there is the epitome of it and all the signs and messages that I've been receiving. But what it boils down to is that your new life is going to cost you your old one. That's it. Your new life is going to cost you your old one. I want you to sit with that. I want you to think about that. I really want you to let that sit within you and take that in because if you're listening to this and you've gotten this far, you're ready for this. You are ready for the new one. You are ready to step up in whatever shape or form, whether it's just owning who you are, stop being quiet, don't feel, don't worry about fitting in, you will find your tribe. You can reach out. You're allowed to. You're meant to. This is your time for growth and you've just got to give yourself that permission. So let go of the old you. Let go of the things that no longer serve you. Create that space for the new and your new life will start to blossom. Your new life will start to come through. You will reach for that light and you're going to only become stronger and better within yourself and happier and healthier. And that's all I could wish for any of you. And on that note, I will leave you and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.